0: I'm
1: Chanel and I'm CO. And together we are the Energy Goddesses. We are using our journey through healing to inspire, motivate, uplift, and heal. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Energy, Energy Goddesses Podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. We are in episode three. And today's title is trauma goddess, trauma, yes, trauma, 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 <laughs> there's a lot to talk about when it comes to trauma.
0: Yes, there is.
1: So I'm going to ask Chanel because she thought of the names. We think of the topics, but I tell her be creative with the name. So just so you guys, because you guys are probably like trauma and goddess. Where did that come from? What does it mean? So Chanel. Let's tell everybody when you came up with the title, like how you came up with it and what do you mean by trauma goddess?
0: Okay, so first, I'm not gonna lie, I was going with trauma queens because like drama queens. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, well, like energy goddesses, podcasts, like mm. so I'm like, how can you take trauma and connect it like with the podcast and still keep it like within the, so I'm like trauma goddess. And then I was like, yeah, because listen, you can have trauma and still be a goddess. So we're going to go with trauma goddesses.
1: And that's that.
0: (laughs) That's on where had a little lamb.
1: We keep forgetting. We start off these episodes so long. How was your day today? It
0: was good. Long, but I already know how yours was. (laughs)
1: Listen. It was long. Is- it was a day. It was so much of a day. But yeah. we're not even want to get into that. Um, mm-hmm. we are a week and a day into fasting. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's been not- testing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what to say. Uh, it's not as easy as you guys think. It's but not- I'm gonna give credit where it's due. I feel like we're doing a good job. I'm actually very proud of myself, guys. Um, and I feel really good about it. So a week and a day.
0: Yeah. It's actually been really, it's been good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel good. I'm like, all right, I got this. I could do this. And I just feel like it's me sacrificing something for A bigger my purpose, higher self. Right. Like, you know. Yep.
1: The greater purpose. Right. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else before we jump into episode three. I did have something to say and I completely.
0: It went out your brain. It went out
1: my brain. Um, must not have been that important. So we'll come back to it. <laughs> We'll double back. We'll double back to that. Where do you want to start with it? Well, what is trauma?
0: Well, I think trauma alone kind of explains itself in its name. But um, I, there's so many different traumas that you can experience. But I'm going to say, like, painful, hurtful experiences. Because a lot of people, like, they'll be – you'll tell somebody your trauma, and they'll think, like, oh, that's not really trauma. But, like, anything – Trauma to you could be different to me. Like you know, we could have gone through completely different things, but it still have been traumatic to us. Mm -hmm. So I think trauma is literally any, you know, painful, hurtful. Dog's back, y'all.
1: Don't worry, she's only here for a couple episodes.
0: Exactly. We're about to square it up. Yeah, yeah. you're about to get squared away. Yeah, she be coming right in. Like, sorry, y'all.
1: She gets thirsty only when we record. Only. But we'll like, continue.
0: Yeah, so I just feel like it's painful, hurtful experiences that you go through.
1: <laughs> Sorry, y'all.
0: Okay. Sorry, <laughs> you You are not that thirsty. Exactly. Kid. Yeah. But yeah, that's gonna happen. That's what I'm going to go with.
1: That was a very good definition. Um, and trauma, I get what you say, that it's in the name. Hi. Um. But for some people who don't know what the definition of trauma is, I completely agree. It's any hurtful. Uh, I feel like it's any life-threatening uh, or yeah, changing like, event. Yeah. Uh, it could be mental. It could be physical. Yeah. There's a whole bunch What trauma. Spiritual. Right. Yeah. There's a trauma. There's no limit to it, if you ask no. me. I think it's that hurt, like you said, or fear. Right. Um, That's not
0: black and white. Right. Right, and right.
1: It's very vague. Yeah extremely vague i'll let you go with one of your questions next or bullet points
0: so okay yeah i didn't write any actual questions but i would say um for someone experiencing trauma or going through a traumatic event how would you tell them to try like to start to cope and move past it
1: that's a very good question before we answer that question let's address well we did a little bit but types of trauma okay because the coping for them oh, yeah. can be very different
0: based on what you think but about.
1: just for those of you maybe you thought you knew um we'll just randomly name some types of trauma trauma could be like i said physical so a car accident uh um, Injury, whatever, right. a surgery. But it can also be physical as in, sexual unfortunately, trauma. sexual yeah. or rape or something like that. Definitely mental.
0: Childhood trauma. Childhood
1: trauma is definitely one. Um We already mentioned spiritual trauma.
0: Emotional trauma.
1: Emotional, yep.
0: I um, mean, it's-, it's a
1: lot. <laughs> it's so those are a few examples. right Off the bat. And there's subs to each of those. Exactly. But jumping back into what you said, what coping um the best way for me and how i would tell somebody when it comes is you have to grieve it that's where we make the error a lot of times what everything is we don't take that time or it's a little bit of time that we take to grieve and we're so busy with let me get back and let me push it under there's a difference from grieving it and moving past it and thinking positive and taking whatever lesson it is versus putting it and sweeping it under and never dealing with it. Excuse me until it resurfaces again in a different form because right it's going to keep coming triggers back your triggers excuse me are going to keep coming back. Um how do you feel?
0: I as y'all can probably see throughout this whole podcast experience therapy um I went through a phase of my life where it, I went through several traumatic things in a little bit of time. And it caused me to lose some empathy Mm -hmm. and to not feel. And therapy was the only thing, I'm going to be honest, that fixed that. Because I really realized that, like you said, I was just pushing it under and pushing through, but
1: Mm -hmm. not
0: actually dealing with it. Where therapy forced me to kind of talk about those things, um, ask for support, and honestly get the help that I needed and the tools that I needed. To actually face those things, talk about them, feel them, and get through them. Right. So y'all uh, know, get a therapist.
1: Therapist, <laughs> yeah. I just recently saw on Facebook someone that I went to school with who's black, and he's a male, so I'm very, like, I was excited about it. Um, He put, America, I'm going to go to it. Yeah. And I'm going to read to it. But basically, read it. Basically, what he was saying was this whole time, like you know, he finally faced his fear or his pride or whatever it was. Um, oh, he's been posting a little bit.
0: Awkward silence. She's Awkward silence, I'm searching.
1: <laughs> okay, so that was the second one. Here is the first one. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, God. When, you, when you know you when saw you know it, you now you got to look search for it. Bae. So anyway, the first one says, um, the first one was basically saying that he was going to get a therapist. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Here it is. Found it. He said, major moment for me, y'all. I finally scheduled my first appointment with a therapist. In 15 minutes, I did something I've been putting off for over three years. I'm very optimistic about this. Uh, how this process will go. Got a lot to unpack. I'm proud of myself, which is a big step. It is.
0: Uh, he, it's the a biggest. huge step. That's the first. And like he
1: said, that little 15 minute took change three years. It will, it will change your life. And then he posted, just had my first therapy session. Man, I feel lighter and then put optimistic um
0: i i agree it's it's something that's really hard to do especially if you're a person that's very strong-willed and you don't think you need help and you think you can work through everything by yourself but we can't we need people to lean on we Mm -hmm. need support and um a therapist is somebody that is neutral based so they can help you where not for nothing but when you're talking to your friends and your family yes you can vent but no matter what, they know what's actually going on. They have their own opinions mm-hmm, formulated about what mm-hmm. you're going through, where a therapist is very neutral. Right. They can't give you advice. They right. can't tell you what to do. They literally have you work through it on your own and you tell yourself what to do. Yeah. My that's, be like, I, I can't, you know, I can't tell you what to do. You know what to you do. You know, right. And we do. We have do. The tools.
1: We know. We have the tools. We have, like, the, because I don't want people to say, well, I don't have the support, but you kind of have the support because if you find taking that step, that's their job. Right. To be behind you and supporting you when exactly. you find it. So it's like the tools and the resources, but you also have that support too. It may not be the support that you want from the people you want, but there are people out there. Right. That Even are support groups. For for like, right? I know
0: it seems weird, but with lupus, like I just started getting into different support groups, which is totally not my thing, but I needed people that knew what I was going through. Because mm-hmm. when you're talking to people that aren't going through certain things, they just can't understand it. So I started going into like, you know, Facebook support groups and I'm like, wow, this is like really good to just talk and you understand what I'm saying without. It's that,
1: oh my God, where yeah. have you been my right, life? Right, exactly. Like, That's wow, a, this Where is have great. you
0: been my whole life? Yeah. And it's like so many things you just hold back on you don't say i never my first therapy session with my new therapist i i start crying i was telling her everything i start crying and i was just like yo like these are things that i just like have been struggling with forever and i don't i need the help i don't know how to get past it mm-hmm. i don't i don't know how i don't have the tools and she was like well them. yeah she was like we're going to work on it
1: and another thing in what you said in doing that is um i don't know if we said it we probably did but patience absolutely because just like how he said in 15 minutes the appointment was made Please. but it took three years to take just imagine how many years of that piled bullcrap
0: yeah you have to work like you unpacked. gotta
1: work through with it and do so you have to be patient the first step is that phone call and schedule an appointment the next biggest step is actually Continuing. making it to that yeah. app- well making it there yeah because how many people make the and appointment and cancel or mm-hmm. find a way to reschedule I know there's a lot of people that do that when they come for Reiki. Like, I've seen a lot. And life things do come
0: up. Like, for the most part, they're the ones that say. What? My therapist said a lot of times, like, people don't want to come. Yeah,
1: no, you don't want to go. Because who wants to face it until you start seeing? Right. And that's what I have to make clear. Because I never literally saw a therapist. Like, went and scheduled an appointment with a therapist. However, I had mentors. And to me, those are, it's it's not, it's the same thing. Like people that I spoke to literally that I, they were blunt with me. They told me about me, helped me along the way. And you know, you got to find it. Like it doesn't, that's another disclaimer. It does not have to be, I'm going to a psychologist or this. You can, there's mentors out here who that's a therapy. As long as it's someone that you can talk to that can be professional and and actually help you that discernment to con- right right exactly a who whole bunch of discernment a <laughs> whole bunch of discernment and honestly even with that because they always say even the therapists that you go to have them same issues themselves but they are trained as to, far it's kind of like us Yeah, we're doing. exactly like we don't always and do we keep it real in though its life. right and exactly. that's one thing
0: i always look for in a therapist like don't act like to me you don't have any problems my therapist be telling me the stuff she goes through she was like we're we're living a human experience honey there's we're always going to be problems always going to be issues it's not going to be perfect ever um i just think therapy is probably if you're like rock bottom and you don't know what to do
1: i'm gonna say get some help right at that point i'm gonna mandate it yeah but i feel like if we start that therapy in the beginning Sometimes it may prevent us from getting to that. I and hitting rock agree with that. We got to find some interventions and like do this prophylactically and treat but it just before. Like we're
0: accountability. Mm-hmm. Like even with your friends, like if you see your friends spiraling. And you know the things that they've been through. Like one, I'm not going to let any of my friends spiral downward. Like I'm just not. I don't care how you feel about what I'm going to say. I'm sorry, but we got to interject mm-hmm. because this ain't right. right. Like you need to get help. You need to tell us what we need to do to help you. I don't want to see it go any further. Right. If we did more of that for each other, even people you just don't eat, like you might not know, but you might notice things. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, you probably say it a little bit nicer. Like, not like you're talking to your friend, but, you know, like, hey, like, is everything okay? Is there anything I can do? Like, Mm -hmm. we have to start having empathy. Right. Like, literally, because everybody goes through trauma.
1: Yeah. And the big difference, and I learned this in nursing and in the medical field, there is a very major and distinctive difference between sympathy and And empathy. empathy. I don't need you to sympathize with me, but I would like you to empathize. I would like you to respect it. Empathy is that respect. Empathy is being able to... Show support, like right. be supportive. It's being able to understand, right? Put like their put shoes. yourself in the shoes and understand, yeah. Not judge, like mm-hmm. no judgment, and just genuinely being like careful, like right. and and well caring, not caring. careful, yeah. Because sympathy, that's where it's the it ends up being about the other person, person. whose situation is worse, worse and. I don't want to hear that. I like, know. yes, maybe your situation was worse, right. but this is worse for me. Right, exactly. I haven't even been involved in that. Yeah, so like we were saying or how I was finishing up, um, everybody's trauma is different. So going into this and whether you are the person in trauma or the person supporting someone in a trauma Know the difference between sympathizing and empathizing. That is like one of the most important, important. super important rules for practice. Even if you're not going through it at that time, you still need to know and respect it and understand because when your time comes, you would want somebody to know for you. But again, how can you empathize or sympathize or know the difference if you don't take it for yourself and learn it? So technically, you know, you need to do that for other people. So, you can expect that back in return,
0: yeah. Empathy is what we are lacking today in the world,
1: yes, because so many people get that confused, right? Desensitized, and so much sympathy. Everyone's looking for sympathy or assume Assume. that they're looking for sympathy, right? When that's not the case, no, desensitized. That is very
0: desensitized. We're absolutely desensitized Mm -hmm. as a society, yeah there's no reason we continuously see people being murdered on TV. That's not okay for your mental health.
1: It's definitely That's not That's trauma okay. right there. It is. Just and like I, they were saying with the, the key witness or the little girl, not key witness, but the little girl and the George Floyd that yeah, she has to relive. Yeah. She has to relive that. And I'm mixed up mixed feelings about that because Technology today, yes, it is catching a lot of this, which now it should not have taken all these years. However, I feel it is used too sparingly. Now, if you're really catching it and you're like, I'm giving this to the cops and you're doing what you need to do versus you're doing it. And the first thing you're doing is showing the world and you want the most views or your thing to be
0: shared. That is different. We should be seeing every day somebody getting... Shot on TV. I just don't yeah, feel like no, it is that's something that's and a lot of people are always saying, like, recently, like, oh, you haven't said anything about all this stuff. I'm tired, I'm exhausted. Put yourself in somebody's shoes and see if they're seeing something like this every day. And you can say, oh, I might be that person, I could be that. Like, that is traumatizing. I don't want to see nobody that looks like me get murdered on TV, right? Right? Like, yeah, no, no, no. I don't
1: watch the news, I don't watch the video, and it's on social
0: media too, like, yeah. Like just like that girl that like that should not that's somebody's child. Like, I just don't feel like, yeah, give it as evidence, whatever. Okay, I don't think it needs to be shared multiple times. And I get that you're trying to raise awareness, but is it doing more damage than it's doing good?
1: I feel as though if there is a certain clip of not the actual act or if they say we have video surveillance and they do cover the topic like back before. We had cameras to record everything and it was on the news. Um, I do think, like I said, it comes, like you said, witness as far as when it comes into the case. Right. But it is a lot on social media and it's even flowing out into TikTok. Yeah. Like people using that. And that's what I'm saying where people are abusing it because they're so worried about their fame. Like Mm. I want my video to be the one. You know, that, that everybody's seeing viral or that's going to be used on this or I was there and it's my right. camera versus somebody taking it out like this isn't right. Let right. me record this because we may need it. We, the yeah. first thing is, let me record this and I share it to, it to social media. I completely agree with that. And I'm so glad that Cece was a part of that project with the kids because they are the future and they all did want to do something to help. Now, they're not out there because, you know, protests and yip sadly it's like a catch 50 50 if you want to take your kid to something like that because it could be worse so where you can be active or going out my child i don't think that we did one protest where we live because we live there and we're black but outside of that i wouldn't put her now little stuff like this where they could learn and we did a little documentary and asked them which i'm curious to see that documentary because i didn't listen to every kid but she did ask the kids, how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? Like what goes through your mind when this stuff is going on? Like, right. you know, so I, I'm curious to see that put together because who's to say? One of them kids might say, it made me scared or I'm traumatized. That, but you know that's what I'm I mean? saying. These kids like, that
0: see these things, do you think that is not traumatizing to them that they can put themselves in these people's shoes and say this could be me?
1: It's a hundred percent traumatizing. And if they don't think it's them, they think about it's other people because I am firsthand to witness that CC told me she was having nightmares because she was scared of waking up and it being her or one of her family members. Like, you know, you're seeing celebrities and stuff too. She's still in between the line of, she saw death in general. right? So not like, even though that was separate than police brutality, but in all, she's just seeing these deaths and people are saying it. And it really did. It took like two weeks for me to get her and speak to her and tell her that, you know, we're okay. And right. when it's our time, it's going to be our time. Because that's all she kept thinking about. Yeah, like, so. this person died and this person. And what happened? And is this going to happen? And she did have a moment with the police, too, where she was afraid.
0: Yeah. Can you really mind?
1: Right. Definitely can't.
0: Can't blame. I mean, it it is. But that's traumatic. And I just think, as a society, we lack empathy. We lack sensitivity. We lack, like, lack moral compass. Like, I just think some more shit, I'm sorry, excuse me, I don't fasten, but some shit is just morally not okay. Right. (laughs) Right. No. We got to get back to empathy, love. Right. Acceptance. Like, these things just completely, this is why I always say we're living in a matrix, like, because this makes no sense of the world that we live in.
1: Like, share the posts that have who you can donate to, to the family. Or, you know, if you want to show their face, like, say their name, remember their name. Like, share more (laughs) I would say with that, because there are some people who really don't want to know. And because of those videos, they may be scared to say, if I do go out in there physically, I'm choosing me. Like, this is important, but I'm choosing my life. So there's different ways. There's a million organizations that you can share to donate that I'm hoping, which there's a lot of them that have credible names and they are given to the families. or. Stuff and, in the community to keep the kids busy, right? Exactly. Or whatever, like stuff like that. I would definitely love to see. But I did. St- I never sh- really shared. I don't want to say never because maybe I have. But half the time, I don't even watch. The I don't I, I can't. I can't tell you even what that George Floyd video and even a ground teller. I could tell never. you besides the clips that you do see over yeah. and over. I never watched that full video. The only thing that I did to see and they did that on the news, and I'm glad that they did, is they literally blacked the screen for the amount of time. Right. So that people can Could feel, feel it. how it was and to show you or whatever. Right. That's the yeah. only thing. But I still,
0: Too to this any day, I haven't watched those videos. I don't watch them. I don't share them because, at the end of the day, that was my child. It, it's a lot of recording a lot less intervening. And I just feel like that was my child. I don't want my child shared a million times on Facebook with her dead body on the ground. Yeah. That's just personally me. Right. I want it recorded and used absolutely to get justice. But no, that's traumatic. Share the other stuff about them. Look, we don't want on a whole range about good. trauma. See?
1: Right. Trauma is everywhere. That's a trauma. It's everywhere. Yes. Moving along. Right. Um, so we speaking of that, this is very good. Maybe it's good. We talked about it. Let's use that little girl. Um for example, as far as childhood trauma. Because childhood trauma presents itself and manifests in so many different ways, wearing so many masks, because that is considered a childhood trauma. That's a form. It does not mean childhood trauma that something had to happen in your family. That's another thing that I need to make clear, and we need to make clear. When we say childhood trauma, because when people come to Reiki, and they're looking at me, and they're like, childhood trauma, what do you mean? Like, my mom and my dad were in the house. I never wanted it for nothing. That doesn't mean that you there's a trauma. Yeah. That you had a trauma. Like It trauma doesn't need to be a broken childhood. home. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't even have to deal with, with your, your poor household. Exactly. And your parents. Um. So I don't know where you want to go with that.
0: I don't know. Because I'm going to be honest. I just started unpack- unpacking my childhood trauma. Um, that I didn't even really realize. I, I knew certain things. But that I have been through a lot of things in my childhood that have shaped, maybe not in the best ways, who I am today. Um, child trauma is hard to deal with and kind of unpack because I think the biggest thing is you have to forgive your inner child.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, because a lot of times I feel like maybe we resent that inner child. Absolutely. Um, I don't even know how to explain it, but Um, I've definitely started like writing letters to my, you know, childhood self. Or like I take a picture of my childhood self and I write a letter in that time of what I was going through and how I was feeling and just forgive myself for feeling how I felt in that moment. But I'm be honest, y'all, I'm still working on it. So maybe when I come back after um, a few therapy sessions, I might have better information for you. But it's that's where it starts. I'm gonna be like childhood because that's when you're most Innocent. And absorbable. And absorb, yeah. So you're going to absorb a lot of things. And like I said, sometimes it tends to shape you. Trauma shapes you regardless. Um, Into maybe somebody that you wouldn't have been if you didn't experience those things. Mm-hmm. Or if you dealt with it the proper the way. proper way. And a lot of times it's hard for you to deal with it. One, you're a child, so you, you can't. Deal with it? Right. Your parents are supposed mm-hmm. to then intervene. And not everybody's parents... To can one afford can, therapy yeah can afford therapy can even have those types of conversations with their kids um because i know my household lacked a lot of emotional availability right like it just wasn't there um so yeah and i think that's the biggest thing when we get older we kind of have to tend to our inner child and that childhood trauma because it wasn't tended to in that time so yeah that's something that i will have to get back on after i get my shit together Let's back it
1: up just a little bit. Um, and maybe I can rephrase it. Now, you're taking the steps to mend and deal with your childhood trauma. Well, let's go back because I don't want to leave people confused. Like we said, childhood trauma manifests shows in many ways at any point of your childhood. Again, as a child, you're sponge. Yep. So what you see, what you hear, what you speak like it's all being absorbed the way you mm. act because you have no choice but to watch right like even if no one's physically teaching you this yeah you're still observant you're teaching yourself and not only are you a sponge but it's your innocence because right. not only are you absorbing it but you're a child so at that moment you're not able to identify and that's to an extent because children do know yeah. when they're in trauma they may not understand it at that moment like then or going on or see, but in that moment they feel because you have emotion. So children do know that there's trauma. However, it's just like you being three years old and someone passing away. That's a trauma for you at that time or your pet dying as you get older and it's pushed under or whatever, you know, you don't know how to deal with it, but children definitely experience trauma They absorb that trauma and it's their innocence because they're not able to decipher. They know that it's emotions. They know that when they cry, something is wrong and they don't feel good, but they don't understand the damage that it's really doing. Right. They don't understand to separate themselves or to speak up for themselves about it. And like you said, that's where parents, guardians, sisters, brothers, aunts, friends, cousins, whoever, you know, it's their responsibility to intervene. Intervention is everything. It is. Um, like I said, I was going to work on saying, um, y'all <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I lost track. How right. many times I just said it right now, but yeah, childhood trauma is deep. So we got that clear coming back to you and dealing with it and going to therapy. You didn't know then. And even in growing up until you got into the healing, at what point did it click and you realize that it was your inner child? And taken. I know you've done therapy before yeah. with different stuff, but in this moment, what drove you? Was it another trigger? Was it some deep like so people can? Because some people may be right. like, well, how do I even know that I have childhood trauma? Like, yeah. how do I figure
0: that out to even get to that point? And the crazy part is, that's that's kind of where I was at. I had gone through something which I had buried so damn deep that I could barely recount what had happened. And um, I literally, well, I think I spoke about it prior, but I literally had, I've hit rock bottom. And that's why Mm -hmm. I can't nobody tell me nothing about myself. You can't make me feel any type of, I've hit rock bottom. And I was just in a place where like, I was literally like, not, I didn't want to be alive. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had started just, like, things in my mind had just started, like, flashes and things of, like, things that I had been through as a kid and all these things leading up to that moment where I hit rock bottom. And I remember asking my mom, like, did this really happen? Like, did this really happen? Like, am I going crazy? Like, I have any flashes of things that I remember, but, like, I don't know if it really happened. One, I already have a really sucky memory, so I'm just like, and she's like, no, it did. Like, and I can't believe you remember that, but yes, it did. So then I was just like, you know what? Okay, I got to take a handle. Because not only now have I gone through as an adult woman traumatic things. Mm-hmm. This whole time I've been holding on to what you were going through as a child. So all these things as a child that just have built up. And I started to realize the way it manifested in relationships with partners and friendships. And I started to be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like This is all because these things weren't dealt with in that time. Like I thought you had stop it. No, no you <laughs> they weren't dealt with okay. in that time. So that's just like, I just, I'm going to be honest. Like, and I don't want you to have to hit rock bottom to know. Um, like I said, like now that I know, I can sit, I can identify my triggers, I can pinpoint what, wh- what the trauma is, what's going to trigger it. But prior, I'm not even going to lie, it would just happen. Right. If something would happen, I would be triggered. I would go into like a full blown panic attack, anxiety attack. Um, but I literally had to hit rock bottom to, to realize, that. to realize that, okay, you have to deal with all of this stuff that you've packed away. Right. Um, I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm saying I'm too, I would think just spend time with yourself. Cause that's a lot of things. That's what I didn't do. Spend time with yourself. Cause if you know yourself, you're going to know, mm-hmm. like you're going to know, or just write a list of all the things that have ever hurt you in your life. You'll probably have a whole list of trauma. Hello. <laughs> like, you'll probably
1: have a whole list. Right. A whole entire list and you wouldn't even realize it. And for me, I'm still trying to figure out what my childhood trauma was because I know I have deep healing. I have inner child work, but from what I can remember, I haven't had those flashbacks. And it's the flip side of that because I kind of almost wish I did to bring me more understanding. understanding. We talk about all the time when we see our horoscope or just people in general, just speaking, writing something and it correlates. And I'm always like, Chanel, I don't know if this applies to me. Like it probably could, but I felt like I did. I talked about this. I realized this, I took accountability for this, but the one part that is missing is what in my childhood, like, what was the spark of it? I've always been the same type of person, you know, given people pleaser, da 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 da, you know, putting myself, which half of the world or more than half the world goes through. Right. Um my parents are divorced, but that wasn't until adulthood. Yeah. You know, like anything that happened in my household with my parents, we barely even knew about it, honestly, until right. we got older and was able to pick up on that. Yeah. So On the flip side of trauma goddess, you have trauma goddesses like myself to where you know that there is trauma, but you can't can't pinpoint it. it. And even in therapy, like, yes, I can go speak to somebody and I do, but if you can't can't pinpoint it, they can't help. Like I can go tell her everything. I don't know how to help it. But I don't I can't identify my childhood trauma, right? The only thing that I can identify that I really don't remember, and I'm trying to change with my daughter, and it's nothing towards my mom, and it's nothing towards my grandma. But I feel like our family in general was so you have to provide get up, get the kids clean, make sure they're taken care of, make sure your household's taken care of,
0: stability. you
1: know, stability, not only that, like I love my daughter or whatever. And I tell you guys that all the time and my friends, and I don't think that I'm a bad mom, but my sensitive side to that is not there. So more and more as I get older, I feel like that is a part of my trauma. Well, I was just
0: gonna say and that, I feel that's,
1: like that's it. That's I feel like that's it. what it is. I don't know if that's the key to everything, everything. Support. But I know when it comes to my parenting and why I'm trying to change that now. Right. I know why when I feel myself doing something, I quickly try to recognize and correct it. Yeah. Because I don't want that to be on Sierra. And like I said, it's no disrespect to my mom and my grandma. Yeah. But I'm going to be completely honest. Like how, you know, you guys are what live. Like I hug and I kiss Sierra. Sierra is more sensitive to me. And I have to... Get myself. She's because,
0: sensitive. I feel like she can just pick up. She's going to be like an empath. Right. Yeah, definitely. She is.
1: Definitely an empath. Yeah. And I'm definitely an empath too. But she's sensitive, she's sensitive. in a way right. as in she wants to hug you uh-huh. and kiss you and love on you. Where I've been an empath. But I didn't even okay. know that I was an empath because that part of my childhood was right. blocked out. Right. And I'm not even saying that I didn't. I literally cannot. Re- I know I hugged my mom. I know I gave
0: her kisses. Bro, I can't tell you. The but, last time I, I don't know when I hugged my mom, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I grew up too. And, and that's, that's why I was like with Olivia, I'm like, all right, you have to, to because I know how much that did affect me. Right. And me and my mom, we've already laid it all bare. and Like, I, I do know how much that affected me now that. She wasn't affectionate because my mom was like, I got to go to work. I got to provide. I work three jobs. I don't have time to come home and hold you while you're upset or you're this. Come on, get up or take care of your sister. Do this, do that. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And then when you, but that's good that you can recognize that and say, okay.
1: Yeah, it just happened to me yesterday.
0: Right. We were in a
1: room and I don't remember what was going on, but I was probably upset or Cece just came up to me. And she just leaned on me and gave me a hug, and I went. I was so quick to tell her, like, "Why are you on me?" Like that was what I was well, going to say. <laughs> like that's what I said in the thing in my head, and then I quickly, like, you know, I'm getting better, and uh, like yeah. I said, I'm not downing my parents, because I know that I'm a I good mom. But that is something that I'm being, ac- I'm holding myself accountable, and I'm being transparent. Two things that we talked about. What was the episode one or two? Yeah. And that goes with the trauma goddess as well. Well.
0: All right. So I think the most important thing about dealing with your trauma and facing it is because when you're moving in a place of hurt and sadness and anger, like you're going to continue to do that to other people. Um, It is what it is. Hurt people hurt people. So you're going to continue to do that until you actually face yourself and look in the mirror and deal with the own things that you're going through that are causing you the hurt and the pain so that you don't then go and project that one to other people. Um, I always say, like, anger Anger steals your life. Anger steals joy. It steals happiness, opportunities, relationships, love. For, it steals everything. It's going to rob you for your whole life. You have to work through that. Anger is acidic. Joy is alkaline. And that just is what it is. So that's real good. Yeah, well anger that, is acidic. That's the hood joy healer. is alkaline. That's the hood healer. She said that. Let me, uh. Or she'd be cussing me on her page Uh uh-uh. that's right. her words your credit words right them. yeah but that's but when when i saw that i'm like that's simply put like if that that's was just visual. out there more you would understand
1: yeah it's visual it if is you think about it because when you think about that in real life with uh acidity and alkalinity in general like just drinking water right or you know whatever the case is uh, it's good to have some type of acidity, but there
0: needs to be a balance. Imagine if you drop your hand in a bucket of acid. Right. That right there is telling you, like anger is that. Mm-hmm. That's gonna destroy everything. Where you could just. De- I think the hardest thing is dealing with what you're going through. We have to learn that it's okay to deal with it. To deal with it. Once you get past that, I think. It's
1: accepting it, then, then dealing, dealing with, with it. it. Because a lot of maybe taking accountability for your part. Right, in
0: it. right, exactly. Because there are some traumas that you have nothing to do with. but AAD. Right.
1: <laughs> but. Accountability, accept accepting it, taking accountability, dealing with it. AAD. AAD. <laughs> That's what we're going to put out there. a page. We gonna AAD. We're going to need a template for that. AAD. Acceptance, accountability, deal with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that that is very true when it comes to it. And that is a very um, phrase that's not used. It's used sparingly, like right. hurt people, hurt people. Some people just say that yeah, just, in the moment, but they don't see what that really means. means. And that's why I try to tell people I can get upset sometimes. And you're entitled to your feelings. It's a natural thing. Sometimes we really can't even avoid it. We're not to that level to where, like, you know, we have that type of control. Well, me, speaking for me personally, however, and I think my friends can vouch for that when it comes to me, I am always, or for the most part, trying to be the look on the other side. Yeah. Like we can't really, you don't know what that person's going going through. Or my favorite thing is to say. Well, if we didn't get on this path to know what it is and we didn't before, how yeah, can we hold somebody thing. else accountable? It but gets it's annoying. True. But it is because, like you said, hurt. But that goes both ways to understanding it. Right. So the same way you're like hurt people, hurt people when you're hurt and, you know, your feelings are affecting other people. You got to be able to take that if somebody's giving, giving it, it, to, it you. to you and you have to be that mature person. So if you're going to let that phrase and then words flow from your lips, especially people, like that people. Just like that, that then you need to be able to have that reciprocated, right? And understand that for yourself as well. So now, when the shoes on other foot, it doesn't even have to be a situation with you and a person, you can just be observing something or knowing and just being able to understand. And, like you said, taking that time for intervention. So, if it's friends and family members, and it's not happening to you, but you see what they're doing to other people, and you know, right? Let's. Intervent like intervene with it to fix it,
0: right? Like I see you're doing this, mm-hmm. and I think that you should maybe took a take a look in the mirror, right? Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's how I would say it. Like even am. very blunt. Uh, maybe you should look at yourself in the mirror and see why you act the way that you're acting towards other people. But I see I'm at that point now where I can because remember I we could pull right now. First season, I said I don't care to see your side. I just don't care. I'm at this point now where put
1: it in perspective
0: and I know like okay when I was in that space navigating how did I treat people Mm -hmm. how did I act? So, see I don't even trip on certain things because I'm like you're in still in that space and I'm in this space so I'm not even upset with you you just have to work on you and then maybe we'll come back to the table and Mm -hmm. talk about it but I'm at that space now where I said I was never gonna be but I'm here now and I can be like all right well what maybe are they going through or what are they not taking accountability for? What's going on in their life that they're projecting it onto me? Or that I feel like they're just acting out in general. Right. I'm there now, though. And I can see that. And I always get why you say that. <laughs> Kudos.
1: Kudos. And I have to work on it, too, because I am one to say that and I try to visualize it. But when you're really in a space and something happens or you're going through something, I'm not going to lie, that shit goes out the window. It does. I might have to wait, come back and reflect like, oh, all right. But I do try to see that. And it does. It gets. I was just having a conversation with my mom yesterday coming home from her appointment because she wanted something and not even with the situation. But basically, she needed to handle something that happened that wasn't her fault, a mistake with her and my dad. But the same exact thing that she was talking about, I'm like, you did to somebody else. And it was just a defense like, well, it wasn't that. And it wasn't completely like justification. I don't care if it was, you called me a bitch and I called you a hoe.
0: <laughs> That's still in the you same arena.
1: You you, and I, so you gave me the middle finger, but I, I gave the it. middle finger and said it. Right. Like, it's still something, regardless of the fact. You don't know how that person is feeling that has to go through it. And a lot of times it's like, I feel like my mom thinks that I'm sticking up for my dad. But no, I'm trying to break those curses that my mom didn't break with me with my mom if that makes sense. Yeah, because I know that she's a very, she's a great mom. She's my mom. I love her to death. But I know that I'm in this space and I recognize the trauma and the only person I got that trauma from was my mom. So if I'm trying to fix myself to fix my daughter, why wouldn't I help to fix my you, mom?
0: Yeah, because you, you always see that quote, um, when you heal yourself, you heal your mother. But right. I don't think that's very true. No, no. I think that's a That should go away. I think when you heal yourself, you heal your future generation. That's what I was about to say. You. My mom ain't changing. Right. And that's she's stuck in her ways, and I'm fine with that until they. She can see what I'm saying, right? She absolutely tries, but when you've been caught in a cycle for For so so long, long. yep. And a lot of times, my mom always says, like, it's like when she has you're looking at me doing these things, and it's like, damn, right. All right, I see you. Okay. Damn, like, but my mom always says, like, I'm very proud because, like. Mm -hmm. It is gonna stop, right? It is it's gonna stop here. But they, I don't like people say that because, like, no, you can't heal just because you heal yourself doesn't mean doesn't your mother mean you know is your gonna mother, or your no, grandmother no. or your
1: great you <laughs> open the doors for it for healing, right? But you're healing the generations just to after. come, right? Um, and I completely because my grandma's the same way. My mom is a little open. She will try certain things, may try it once and not consistent with it or put into it, or when something happens go back to it. My grandma on the other (laughs) hand is like I just got my mom on board for Ricky.
0: (laughs) She was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then she's like, you know, I think I have a lot of stuff that I've never dealt with that maybe I'm like, oh, well, girl, I've only been saying it for how long? Right. About
1: time. But I always tell people to start it it comes on its divine timing. Yeah, it does. It will find and even her saying that she may not even come for like another month. She might come next week. Who knows? But It's baby steps and that's why patience. Being empathetic and sympathetic for yourself. Yeah. You don't expect sympathy from other
0: people. You give yourself sympathy.
1: You have to give sympathy to yourself.
0: Um, Well, you started the next bullet. Generational trauma. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I sure did. So, uh, what we were talking about is passing that trauma along. So, Chanel was talking about hurt people hurting people. And I already basically spoke on it. So we're not even going to stay too much longer passing the trauma along. Right. Um. I think I talked about this when in the episode, probably my episode about my first Reiki experience. And when she told me that a woman holds trauma from their mother, grandmother, and all of the maternal females prior in their womb, And it's passed on and it makes sense. And we already knew that because when you're pregnant and you know, the baby can hear everything. So even if you mind your mouth though, and you watch who you're around, if you're still subconsciously
0: not dealing
1: with the trauma or your actions are still reflecting, it's going to be passed down from the wound. Right. And I feel like that's where I am starting to notice it. Like I'm glad for this episode because I think we identified what, where my childhood trauma may have started. Right. But even in doing that, you have people like me to where it may not have been a physical trauma, like something that, you know, they, they can remember or you have flashbacks from. It can literally be passed down. Like, I'm not saying my mom never loved me as a baby, that I never loved Cece, and that my grandma doesn't, but that is something with the women in my family, except for the ones who really broke those boundaries. But I can honestly say, hands down, how some moms are. And I always bring up my aunt's best friend, Lowie. Lowie, shout out to you. I could say her name. I, first because all, I love her. I love Lowie. Yeah. I love her. As you a took
0: parent. it. Yeah. You took it. You took it out. And I've only been around her on a few occasions, but I just see the way she is with her son. And I'm like, she is cool.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And she doesn't give a fuck. Excuse my language. What anybody says her time with her son. And I don't even know how she organizes it. Love life, friendship life, family life, because that's not even my blood family. So her actual blood family, her time with Christian and her self care, like. It's just a lot. And I have to give it to her because Loie's on this journey as well, too. Like, she's into the journal and she's open to the stuff that we do. But we had a deep conversation. Actually, when you listen to this, Loie, I don't know if you remember, but we literally talked about that with our moms um, because Loie was raised in a military household. It's not anything that she's probably not willing to share. But it just goes from that. Like, her mom is a great mom. Her, shout out to her mom. Education, getting you set, everything that they wanted for Good school, all of that her mom did. But back then, and even now, that nurturing, the
0: emotional availability, the emotional availability.
1: Children. And that's what she said that when she got pregnant and when she had a child, that she was going to break that right. because she knew what that did to her. She right. knows hurt people, not saying hurt, but. Her not getting that affection affected how she was affectionate towards other people. Absolutely. And it carries on. But that was the major thing that we both talked about and that we said. And again, two different households. Our moms were different. I would honestly say maybe my mom may have been a little bit more on the emotional side, like showing that and not as strict with everything else. Like, you know, every household is different. But we were able to sit and agree on that. Like I was like, damn Lloyd, I had to think about it. Like if it's not for me crying, if it's not i I'm proud of you or just a random random moment. I can't really tell you how many times I do hug my mom or my grandma for that matter. You and know. in greeting
0: like it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <to> <laughs> it's horrible. Extent, it does. My sister the other day was like, she went to hug me and I'm like, yo. Get off of me. Like, that's mad weird. She was like, we're like, we had a fucked up family. Excuse my language. But she was like, why are we all, like, so emotionally just, like, affectionately detached? Like, Mm -hmm. what is the problem? But the crazy part is, we all show that to Olivia. Like, we all love on Olivia. Right. To each other, though, it's like, mm, what the? Right, mean? and I it's a difference. like that. Exactly. You got to get a ball from home, girl. And I
1: see that with the kids now. Some of them, like, just is older, but with CC, right. my mom and my grandma, definitely. They can do it with they done it. And they always say that, like, when it comes, when you become a grandparent. It's different. Things are a whole 360 you can do from when you're a parent. You didn't. Exactly. Yeah. And another thing that I want to touch on with these traumas that some people, I don't know, someone may ask or not, so we could touch on it. And me personally, I'm not that much of an affectionate person. I can when I need to be. Like, if you were going through something or sometimes I'll just randomly hug my friends or do whatever. But overall, I'm not. not. And some people raise the question, like, you can't be affectionate with your kid or whatever, but... How are you in a relationship? You know what I mean? Like, oh, Sean, how do you want that in a relationship? How do you expect somebody to give That's that fine. to you? And it goes both ways for me because I want to cuddle. I want to hold hands. Do you? I want to do all that, but it's it, it's going to be awkward. Yeah, that, I mean, I've so been in moments where it was awkward and I'm going to be honest. Like, and it's nothing bad towards him at all. And I don't want anybody to take it. But me and CC's father had to come to that agreement. There wasn't any affection the way that we both wanted it. The way yeah. he showed it, the way I showed it was completely different. And I'm, I, I literally remember. And it makes me cringe because I'm like, why did I do that? Like, why didn't I start this healing then? then because not even to say for a relationship but it of that, but dynamic. just a different dynamic, maybe the understanding and the communication. Right. And even now with dating, like I'll say that and I want
0: that, and you know I'll go over and I'll. It seems them. amazing to have, right? Until you get put in the then predicament when you to do it, have it. and then you're weird oh. and awkward
1: about it. I mean, I get used to it. It depends on who it is. I don't cuddle, but
0: don't cuddle me. <laughs> don't cuddle me. That's definitely. And uh, I'm not holding hands. I don't like PDA. But you got like that comes from. Ch- I grew up in a household. There was no no love in the household, right? So it was foreign. It was foreign. Then I was raised by a single mother. She didn't mm. date. There was no love in the household. So I'm, I've i never seen it. And that's what I'll say. I'm not going to say I'm not affectionate. I've never seen it right. to know how to do it. Maybe. Right. Or feel comfortable with it.
1: But when you have that yin and that yang and you find somebody to balance, you know what I mean? Mm. You never know. You're... You can't say that mm, <laughs> you're healing and you're right. trying no, to yes. that. I
0: think that when I get to a space and I work through everything that I might, feel be that might be able to do that. I think it's vulnerability, like we talked about. You're opening yourself up. No matter what, that's intimacy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Doing those types of things. Touch. Uh, that's all. You need all your senses. Exactly. It's all bubbled all into senses. one. So maybe when I get to a point, I might be a little bit better. Like I could show affection to Olivia and that's, it. <laughs> like, that's where it ends. Yeah, they used to
1: tell me in school that they would think I was a completely opposite of who I really was. Like, people would be like, You must not really know Sio, <laughs> like, because she appears that way. But but I say you, that. It's like a little. Was like, nah. I'm like, Okay. Okay. <laughs> and now she's
0: like, Yeah, I see what you would say that first. Uh, so I'm like, Girl, she's sweet and all that. But <sighs> listen, mm-hmm. I mean, not even.
1: At, I, I just learned because I used to be, I, you might as well call it bully. Maybe it's not, but that's the term that might. I would always back down or let people say stuff or not say anything and bite my tongue. And then if I needed to, because one thing I could say, I can't tell y'all if I could fight. I've like, you know, my siblings, we here and there or whatever, but I've never gotten to a fight because one of my character and then two, that's that other side. You don't know. So I'm a cuss your ass out right. or I'm going to speak with my mouth before it even has to get yeah. physical. But I had to everything change with Cece. Yeah. So that balance between it, one, speaking up more, more and not getting to that point to where it needs to be a, uh, argument, for your neck, like, right. I'm yeah. coming for your neck. And then the same balance with, okay, you don't always have to take everything so offensive or personal, right? Like, yeah. you know, to be more laid back.
0: Not gonna lie, kids are like a catapult for healing.
1: Oh, definitely. <laughs>
0: definitely. If you, you, if you want to, right. If you're willing, if you can see and you're like, I'm going to change because I now need to break all of these things. Chil- Being a mother is a time to heal your inner child and your inner mother right. at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like deeply healing because you don't even realize that your kid is teaching you how to heal. Amen. Today. Yeah. You're, Amen your child. Because Olivia, that. I would have never dealt with any of these things if I've never, maybe, I don't know, later, but I wouldn't have dealt with it this soon. Right. It would have gone on. Mm-hmm. Definitely would have gone on. But knowing on. like,
1: That just sent chills, like Like,
0: becoming a mom
1: heals you and I can honestly say that Sierra healed me because who knows where I would have been, like my work ethic as far as my business or whatnot, my work ethic outside of that. First thing that comes to my mind is she's watching me and I have to make sure that she's going to be taken care of. Right. So if I'm going to jump in the water and take these risks, it better be a goddamn good risk exactly. if you're doing it. And not only that, reaction to things. If I'm out, how
0: is this going to affect Sierra? Yeah. before I do anything? Before you do anything, that double thought. Right. Of it. Yep. That, that you have somebody that depends on you. Exactly. That needs you. So and genuinely like- loves you. Because (laughs) unconditional
1: unconditional because you think about it, we may hold resentment and stuff towards our parents or for certain things. But no matter but unless you really had something bad or again trauma with your parents, if you don't seek it in them, you're seeking that in someone else
0: elsewhere. So I would say that though, because my dad and I were our relationships a little odd sometimes, but no matter what, I say I understand that my parents are my parents, but they're also their own people outside of that. Exactly. I now know because I'm a mother, I'm her mother, and that's never going to change, but I'm also Chanel. Right, exactly. So I got tendencies that she might not like. Exactly. Because I'm her mother, and she might not think that I'm supposed to do this or do that, but I'm still myself. I'm your mom, but I'm still me. Right. So I think that's where I've gotten that clarity as far as my parents. Like, it is what it is. I take it for how it is. And we just, it's just
1: that and i i completely agree because that's how i feel with my parents right i don't have to agree with how they think or what they're exactly. doing but i have to take and look what they've done for me as a parent and my love for them doesn't change so right. all of that other stuff has nothing to do with our right. relationship and i'm gonna love you and it might parent. be rocky
0: or i might need some mm-hmm. distance or right but i'm still gonna love you because you're my parent and that's oh uh, it's unconditional it is mm-hmm. and no matter what because you have people you'll have people that go through a lot of things with their parents right and they'll still tell you they unconditionally love their parents
1: mm-hmm. right because they'll talk about it they'll right. either be like i don't speak to them or i wish, wish or if i could or again it somewhere else if they could go back the back to it yeah and the ones who don't nine times out of ten if they were to go on a healing journey deep down, that is the issue because they're trying to yeah. hide the fact that they still have this unconditional love that for was somebody me. that
0: hurt them. That was me. And my therapist was like, it's nothing wrong with it. Right. Like, that's oh, that's normal. And I was like, okay. because like, listen, I'll be burying this shit deep down inside. Yeah, like, like, it's, it's like kind of that, am
1: I supposed to, why do I love this
0: person when I feel like I'm supposed to hate, hate them? them? That's yeah. what it is. And it's that struggle feeling of like, dang.
1: Um. There I go, saying um again.
0: All right, guys. So I feel like the last thing that we thought thought was important to cover was releasing your trauma. Um, It's super important and vital to your well-being to deal with your trauma and release it. Your trauma is not you. It does not have to be. It could have shaped you, but it does not have to cling on to you and be a part of you. You can let that go. Imagine how boundless and free and flowing you would be if you just let it go. Just sign it off. I see you. I dealt with it. You you were here. Bye. You can mm-hmm. go now. You're mm-hmm. your go. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a lot of meditating. Um, and then I'm going to say, y'all know I love Landreau, but trauma release meditation by Landreau.
1: Mm.
0: You'll cry. You'll cry. Because he literally has you You listen and then you write a letter. Does yeah, and then you literally you let it go. And you're literally, if you're anything like me, you're gonna be balling by the end because you're literally visualizing all these traumas and releasing releasing it.
1: And that's the first start because I'm a first of all. If you guys even come to Reiki with me, that's honestly the number one question that I get outside of anything else is. Who is was that on your playlist? Which, <laughs> thank you, Chanel and Antoinette as well, because they both uh, put me on. Well, Chanel put me on. I put Antoinette on, but they both did their research. So, you know, there's a couple things we always oh, send sure. each other yeah. and share it. But the trauma release, I start my Reiki session with. And if you come, you know, I started with that now, because that is your time to get you to me in a meditative state, right? That is your time to face what we need to To reveal reveal. on this table anyway. And that's your time to just literally relax. And the reason that I like it is because my suggestion would be to listen to it first and really imagine doing it, right? Then deal with that, let it settle, let it sink in listen to it again and actually afterwards or during or however physically write the letter right that he's saying yeah, i did that and it's do okay. that and it, it does That's i did cool. i did a trauma release and i took it and i ripped it up and i put it right in the delaware river
0: I'm about to do a front. trauma release green uh oh energy goddess meetup <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah trauma i know we should to we should up. do it at the waterfront yeah once that it starts getting warm perfect. let's we'll you a lot your more ideas. activities There we go. Planning stuff. It just keeps going. But trauma really. I actually just sent and referred that to two male friends of mine. Um, One said that they listened. Well, they both did. I'm hoping that they really did and that they really liked it. But I've been sending that a lot to men because it's a male's voice. And off the bat, the first question you're going to say is, is this Kendrick Lamar? Because yeah. he sounds like Kendrick Lamar. And so you pick up and you realize that it's not. But there's a difference from seeing and hearing someone that looks like, like you. you. a man. Like, um, and not
0: only that. Not for us, because we obviously, but like for a man, for you to, not for nothing, you're listening to a woman say, oh, really? But then when you see a man taking control and taking his own right. things and dealing with them, and then he's guiding you through that journey.
1: And he's been through some shit. What? If you listen to him and you go through, he literally tells his story yeah, and his what he's been through. Amazing. Like he's been through some shit to get to the point to where, where he was. Says. We're manifesting having, having him. We're going to the UK. Yes. <laughs> we are manifest having him. Well, he comes over here. He did. He was well, in Well, girlfriend followed me
0: on Instagram. So we might not be manifesting for much more longer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to hit them up. But we are definitely manifesting that. That is our last topic for this episode. It is very important to release that trauma. Yeah. And in releasing it, we both agreed. Um, listen to Londrell. It's on everywhere. It's on my Apple Music and my title. Uh, so you guys should be able to get it. Spotify too. YouTube. Right. He's on Instagram. He's so you could, he'll do live sometime. live meditations or chats. Or live whatever performances. live performances, yeah. definitely his stuff that he posts in general. When I see it, I try to post it. Like he'll literally do like a little reel or yeah. a little Instagram video with meditation and just deep breathing. Yeah, like to let you take a moment for yourself. Um, so I really like it. I and do too. The and I would say like me, he
0: does, write a letter.
1: Yeah, write a letter mm-hmm. of all the things
0: I've heard you that have made you angry, upset. That's where you can start to pinpoint your trauma. mm
1: Hmm. That letter to yourself yeah. when you sit back and you reevaluate. And when we say write a letter to yourself, because they're like, all right, well, I'm writing a letter to myself. What is it supposed to consist of? Start with forgiving yourself. Right. Write that letter and forgive you for the things that you did not know mm-hmm. and for what you know now. And that letter also acts for that knowledge, acts for that clarity, because right. you may not know where to start. Right. And then from there, you just start listing, listing things that you've been holding on to, listing yeah. what's going on in your mind. Like it's you and yourself in a piece of paper. Yeah. So unless you leave it somewhere and nobody's you want somebody see to see it, it nobody's going to see it. And the best thing apart, a best thing about it is At the end, you can choose to keep it for yourself. Like in a journal, you can burn it. You can rip it up and put it in water and release it. Yeah. But either way, you have to let it go. It's only going on paper. So you can literally map out and see. Firsthand, the stuff that you're dealing with. Right. It is hard. The mind is very powerful, but the mind is not meant to process and keep everything in here. No. It's meant for the flow of communication, your throat chakra. It's meant for your third eye and being creative. It's meant for you having that knowledge and self control, like all of your chakras and releasing right into the down. things. Like it's meant for everything. <laughs> so you're not supposed to just sit there and identify these things and keep it in the top of your
0: head and move about your way. Let it go. Let it out. Let it go. And the best place to let it go is on some paper. Yeah, release it. And release it. No longer let it hold on to you. No longer let it steal your joy. No longer let it affect your life, bring you down. Let it go. Because trust me, when you let it, go, <laughs> let it go, the free you will feel is going let to be amazing. Go. The first thing most people say is, I feel like a weight has been
1: lifted. Literally. I just read you that post from someone yeah. that I went to school with. and he After said a day. Just a day of going. You feel and t- you never realize how much that stuff bothered you. Because you think that on you child. have so much going on, but like I explained the chakras to everybody, you don't know how things manifest and present in other areas in your life. So you may have been upset because you were abused as a child, and now you're angry and you have anxiety and you have generalized anxiety, and now like. You know, or you don't like people touching you, or you you're stressing out about stuff, and you're like, "Well, what does me feeling like this have to do with me being raped?" That's where your trauma started, and it manifests like that feeling in general. So it can definitely, and it's going to manifest the same lesson. It's going to keep coming and presenting Every itself in different ways. It's going to keep presenting itself with a different mask until you deal with it.
0: Yeah,
1: and you take on. control. That's all I have, basically.
0: Yeah. you. I mean, you know, like we just said, let it go. So we're not about to spend all this time. My goal is to release it. Right, to release it. So we're going to leave you with that. Release that trauma. Maybe listen to that, you know, thing. We'll link it and post it on the page. And you do what you want with it.
1: Exactly. Accept it. Hold yourself accountable.
0: And then deal with it. And per usual, we're always here if anybody...
1: Absolutely. And I've had
0: a lot of people reach out to me and I, and I kind of love it. I do because I'm really a people person. People don't think that, but I really am. So, if there's ever any time you think that there's something that we may be able to help you with or even if you just want to talk and you think that we're good people to talk to. Yep. We're here. Reach out to us.
1: Yeah. We like we said we are planning on some events More so that we can face. see some faces yeah. and interact so that will be your opportunity to come and be in the midst of it all yeah um first things first is when it gets warm we're
0: definitely going to do some we're going to start with the trauma release yeah starting some like maybe meetups like you yeah. know have whatever episode like be dedicated mm-hmm. we're going to do something we have a lot of stuff that Plant. yeah definitely i'm really
1: thinking about doing a reiki share and a cleanse yeah um sorry guys it would be in philly unfortunately but it's a location it's and you'll have enough time, but with the assistance of Chanel and myself, um, we'll doing quick time. little Reiki, quick little uh, sage and Palo Santo cleanse, yeah, y'all. Because <laughs> listen,
0: I'm learning, <laughs> right? Right?
1: So, we are releasing trauma, yes, trauma goddess, be gone,
0: be gone.
1: That's a perfect segue into our affirmations. It is, since you're so prepared today, why don't you do uh-huh. hers?
0: Okay, all right. And so I felt like I was gonna go with this one today because it's just what resided with me. I give myself permission to do what I need to do for recovery and healing.
1: Mm. Trauma release. Okay. Trauma release. Um, mine is I choose to release all trauma. My trauma is not my fault. Oh,
0: my trauma is not my fault.
1: And I think people really need to to know. Sometimes, yes, but unless you blatantly. Throw yourself in front of a car unless you blatantly know somebody is gonna abuse you. Right. But it starts from somewhere because even people in an abused relationship, like it starts, it's over time. Yeah. Like something caused that. Even if you're depressive and you know, a serious topic, suicide or whatever, something led to to that. that. A trauma led to it. So my trauma is not my My fault. fault, is the takeaway.
0: All right, guys, we're gonna leave you with that. That's something it's
1: time for us to eat y'all okay <laughs> bye thanks for listening but before we go let's end on a peaceful note Chanel want to take it away
0: alright let's take a deep breath in and out
1: <sighs> can we do the thing let's
0: do it